Hi, and welcome to Math Amusings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math Amusings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math Amusings. Today's date is Friday, February 10th, 2023. This is Season 3, Episode 6 of our show, and... Once again, we're leading off uh, talking about football. I guess last week it was it was a discussion of numbers, and it ended up talking about football. This one, there's no question about it. We're jumping right in. This is the Super Bowl preview uh, for this year's big game, as I probably should say. I don't know uh, if I if I mention it on the uh, podcast. Do I have to like pay royalties to the you know that game people? I know that's why. Stores and bars and restaurants and stuff don't say Super Bowl because somehow Super Bowl is copyrighted. They always say something like the big game. We know what we're talking about. We know what they're talking about. Um, Last week, I did a sort of Super Bowl show, as I mentioned, that was February 3rd. And I'd remembered a particular Super Bowl that had occurred on February 3rd, uh, 2008. One of the times that the Giants uh, beat the Patriots. This week is going to be a, a Super Bowl preview. Yeah, we got the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday. So many interesting pieces of my life have involved Super Bowls. Though, <laughs> start to finish, like my watching a game start to finish, I guess this is true for most people. Um, small number of the, uh, I, I think I'm up to uh, 33 Super Bowls that I've watched so far. Start to finish, uh, maybe I'm hitting like 10% of those. I actually watched the game. More on that later. I should say that most of the Super Bowl preview uh, today will be a Super Bowl review. That's kind of what it becomes uh, when you're old because you realize that you remember things from the past much more than you are uh, catching things from the future. I can tell you who's playing in the game this year. Uh, two teams that have won within the last few years. Uh, the Eagles won like five years ago, and, and the Chiefs won like two or three years ago, right? That Yeah, that's all I got. And they were both uh, number one seeds. So th- this, to me, is it's going to be a good game because it's presumably the two best teams in it. Okay, that's pretty much what I got for this year. I'm thinking back on Super Bowls of, uh, of your at, at this point, that's what it all is, because you become an old man, that's that's um, that's all you got. 33 Super Bowls. I can tell you the first one I watched. It was 1990, and I had to look up the exact date, because I was curious about this. What day was it? Because this year, this year is late. I think this is the latest Super Bowl they've had, because you're pushing into the second weekend of February now, what with the 17-game uh, regular season schedule. Back in 1990, the game was still in January. This was January 28th, 1990. It was one of the few Super Bowls that I actually watched at my house. I mean, like Mike Sr. and Terry's house. I watched this one. I was so excited to watch it too because I've talked about this many times before and I can tell you the exact date I became a sports fanatic. It was April 3rd. 1989, two things happened that day simultaneously. It was uh, opening day of the baseball season and also the final day of the college basketball season. That It was a Monday, 
and it was the culmination of the NCAA tournament, men's basketball, uh, also known as March Madness. This thing called March Madness ended on that day. My dad let me, you know, stay up late. It was probably like 11, maybe even after 11. The game went into overtime. Michigan beat Seton Hall, and I was obsessed with sports from that moment on. And uh, my dad admitting to me, like, oh, you know, this this was actually the final game of the season, but there's this other sport that just started today, and they play almost every day for like 162 days in a row. How about this thing called baseball? I'm like, yeah. So it got into that, and that was the first year I collected baseball cards. First World Series I watched later that year, interrupted by the earthquake, if the, following along with uh, that pattern. Yep, that was one interrupted by the earthquake. First uh, World Series I was going to watch. And uh, that one ended up, um, well, it ended up being a lopsided World Series. And then the first Super Bowl I watched was a pretty lopsided affair as well. One of the more lopsided games they've had. Um, the 49ers, defending champions anyway, I mean, it's just their fourth Super Bowl in the uh, Montana era. Uh, they won 55-10 uh, to 10 famously over the Denver Broncos. I interesting story about that, the thing that gets overshadowed. You've got three... Hall of Fame quarterbacks, three Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Now, obviously not all in that game, but three Hall of Fame quarterbacks dressing for that game. Now, how is that possible? Well, of course, Montana, and then you had John Elway on the opposing side, and then back up to Montana, and like his heir apparent was one Steve Young. So three Hall of Fame QBs in that game. Not the greatest game to watch, not exactly a, a nail-biter. Following year was a nail-biter, and this was this is one of the greatest Super Bowls of all time when the Giants beat the Bills. And I lived in New York at the time. I lived, and that's it, you know, Binghamton is halfway between Buffalo and New York, New York City. And I should say that, like, most people in Binghamton, I guess most people everywhere, they're, they're front-runners, and, like, that the Giants were already good and had won a Super Bowl with Parcells a few years before. Like, they're already good. I mean, NFC just dominated this whole era. They won. It was uh, this one I know. It's 16 out of 20 Super Bowls in the 80s and 90s were won by the NFC, including 13 in a row. That This was this was one of them. When the Giants beat the Bills by a point in Super Bowl 25, that game I watched... My, one of my cousins, now I'm nine years old, uh, so but really my mom's cousin, so someone who is like the age that I am now, won a Super Bowl party at this restaurant. It's gone by about 14 different names over the years in Binghamton. It was called Carmela's at the time. Well, that was Johnson City. And he won a, a Super Bowl party, which was, you know, it was probably just they gave him a gift certificate and like, come to our restaurant and here we'll spot you the first hundred bucks or whatever, which was a lot of money back then, right? <laughs> buy a lot of, buy a lot of uh, goods back then. And I remember that evening that there was one contest that I was involved in. It was guess the time that the game's going to end. And I can still remember, I guessed 9.39. And lo and behold, the game ends at 9.39 with Scott Norwood's missing that final field goal, which would have given Buffalo the win. Who knows how things would have turned out after that. They ended up losing 
uh, four Super Bowls in a row. That was the first. Uh, maybe momentum would have shifted early on. But the thing about winning the guess the time the game ends contest is you had to be present to win. And me being, actually, well, I must have been eight and a half on the age that my son is now, that uh, I had to be present to win. And I already gone home, you know, classic, you know, Sunday night bath and, you know, get, getting ready for school Monday and uh, was not there for the end of the game. Saw the end of the game on TV and thinking, it's 9.39, it's 9.39, I should be winning that contest. Anyway, great game because, of, of course, I was a Giants fan at the time, as were most people, and by then, everyone in Binghamton sided with the Giants, and that has been true, I mean, forever. Uh, even though it's halfway between Buffalo and New York, people still like the Giants. As I said, it continued a streak for the NFC. The following year, in sort of an ironic way, the, the team where I live now, the then known as Washington Redskins, were the winners uh, that following year, following when five years before they had also followed up a Giants win, 87-88. And then it went Cowboys, Cowboys, 49ers again, this time with Steve Young, and then Cowboys. They had won three and a four. Three out of four. Interesting still, nobody has ever won three Super Bowls in a row. And that kind of has fascinated me for years because it's, of the big four sports, it's the only one that is just one game. You know, the others are seven-game series. So it's hard to pull the hat trick and, you know, do it three times in a row. And then after that third Cowboys win in four years, it was the Green Bay Packers. And I, I liked the Packers at the time, too. You know, when you're a kid, your allegiances move quickly. But I liked Favre and the Packers at the time. Um, most of those games I watched at a friend's house. As I said, very few of these have I actually watched in my own home. Uh, a friend of mine used to have, uh, as, as celebrating his birthday, would have a Super Bowl party every year. And most of the games I watched during that time, except famously the one that I missed, this was unbelievable, maybe a portent of the future for me, that one of the teachers at my high school arranged for the class, like the music class, I was in music theory, arranged to go see a performance of the Fantastics off-Broadway in New York, uh, class field trip, of all days, Super Bowl Sunday. I'm sure that's why we got a great deal on tickets. Then again, theater people and football people, not necessarily the same group of people. I like to think I'm, you know, um, polymath, renaissance man, what do you want to call it? Like, I can handle both. I've got multiple sides of Mike O'Connell. He appreciates musical theater and he appreciates football. That day, I was kind of disappointed that I missed the game, but ah, once in a lifetime to see the, the Fantastics technically off-Broadway because of the theater it was it was in. Um, but just a, a great show. And then following that, you know, made it back to being on uh, Super Bowl parties at my friend's house. And, and then starting in 2002, well, I was working in restaurants and I saw most of them as I mentioned at length last week from the uh, the back kitchen one eye on you know sweeping the floor and and uh, making orders and washing dishes and the other eye on the game it wasn't until 2012 that I really remember like this one I sat down and watched at my apartment my slash my wife's new apartment in Virginia we had just moved to Virginia had our little uh starter apartment in Leesburg and 
in an ironic twist, it was my hometown team winning another Super Bowl. This is now the, the Giants. I tell my students now, like, they won two when I was a kid and they won two when I was a grown up. That's that's the Giants in, in the Super Bowls. And I lost one in there, too. Um, but that I moved to Virginia and then the, the Giants ended up winning uh, in the beginning of 2012. It was the fall of 2012 that really began my fandom as, what should I say here, uh, Redskins at the time and then the football team and now Commanders. Um, but fall of 2012, I mean, that was the year, really, like just a few weeks, like half a season of RG3 when he was the man and um, in around here in D.C. And hooked everybody. And just, uh, yeah, I got obsessed with D.C. sports through Robert Griffin III and like that the team was good for a minute in 2012. That was my first first year following D.C. sports and living here. And uh, most of the last few years, and like, it's, my son is was you know when he's a kid he's only so interested in in the games and like um, it's tough when you have a small child to you know really focus on a game for a while now now we can watch the things and this is the third year in a row that I'm actually watching the game on my couch uh, with you know Pepsi and and Lay's chips and you know the the big sponsors you want to help them out and uh, I'm I'm pretty excited about uh, Sunday's game and then. Uh, I'm thinking, like, w- would I ever want to watch one in person? I know next year they're doing it in Vegas. Like, that that's pretty exciting. Like, everything eventually comes around to Vegas. Would I want to go to a Super Bowl someday? I get, I would, you know, if it were, if it were free, of course. And, like, there's no cost to this. I would I would go to a game. But it's one of those where, like, ah, the couch is so nice. Uh, it, it doesn't make necessarily my list of things to do before I allow myself to die. I mean, there's a whole bunch of sporting events I would go to first before I went to a Super Bowl. Uh, for right now, I'm good just watching on the couch, and uh, I'm excited about doing that uh, this Sunday and uh, doing it with uh, with my own son. But it's strange that I watched so few Super Bowls with my own father. He was such an important part of my life and like and being interested in sports. Yet he and I watched very few Super Bowls together. As I said, I was either watching at a friend's house or watching from a kitchen and or. Uh, Wishing I were at the game while I was watching a play. Anyway, uh, I'm gonna make up for it with uh, with my own child watching watching many of these things together. Maybe someday in person. But Sunday on the couch, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Math Musings. For more Math Musings, you can tune to MichaelConnellJr.com.